A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet, the, the very <laughs> troubleshot internet. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> robot L billionaire L billionaire robot L billionaire. I had a feeling you might be a robot today. <laughs> I never know where it's going, so I don't even try. Just based on prior interactions, I, I gotta, I gotta mix it up. It's gotta, it's gotta be mixed. Yes, damn right it does. Uh, so uh, we have um, all sorts of uh, fun and frivolity for what L calls the amuse bouche this week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, first, uh, L has a mea culpa to make to one of our uh, esteemed beautiful babies. Oh yeah, I forgot to give a shout out to our, our latest beautifuler baby last week. So this week, I'm doing it at the top of the episode before most of you have probably stopped listening. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, I be- I believe based on the way it's spelled, this is supposed to be pronounced Richie Fan. So that's what we're going for. Uh, so thank you very much to beautifuler baby who I forgot last week, Richie Fan. <laughs> it. it certainly feels much better in the mouth that way. Yeah, that that sounds right. That yes. sounds good. Yeah. Little, little roll you are. Richie fan! <laughs> you, get, you get the triple shout out for, the tw- for being a $20 beautiful baby. We are absolutely, completely uh, total horse once you get to that level. It, it, nothing we won't do, basically. Uh, uh, I, I mean, for, for uh, legal reasons, I am doing this funny bit independent of any whoring I do on the side. Ah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah, tax yeah. reasons, I have to keep those separate. Fair. Fair. Got to keep the book separate, yes. 
Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. that's I, I'd be wow. What a what a way to kick it off. Uh, so let's get into. Uh, I love how you described it as as I call it the abuse bouche. No, no, no. It is the it is the spiciest and most youth friendly uh, segment of the show. But newly introduced the amuse bouche. Uh, kids these days they love French cuisine. Uh, and <laughs> they can't get enough of it. Uh, especially the French. I mean, wow, they really love this stuff. Uh, so, uh, Ron Watkins is uh, leading off our booze boost this week because God knows we love him. And uh, this week he had to do a little bit of public speaking, and uh, it was clinch his fist, pauses, great. <laughs> this weird, uh, this weird internet, like doofus had to get up and talk in front of real people that don't have to put up with his bullshit. Okay, I'll let Mike uh, I'll let Mike uh, explain what's actually happening uh, for the people that have missed it, but I will say, up front, the most important part of this bar done is it's an instant meme, right? Like, I looked at it, and I was just like, <laughs> yo, I could use that gesture so often, just in meme form. <laughs> anyway, what's oh. going on with this, Mike? So the funniest part about this was like the guy that uh, Ron had been targeting with like literally all of his vitriol, that guy like no showed the debate and the guy who actually is going to win did show up and Ron really didn't know what to do with him. (laughs) Yeah. He was just, he was just desperately flailing. And as, as L pointed out, the, the big payoff was, Ron just desperately trying to like project confidence and swagger. And he was like, we're going to like keep. And then he did his little fist, like shook his little fist at the camera as best he could and be like, you're right. And it was, I mean, you could just tell he was going for such an alpha power move. And I mean, I mean, so I like, I mean, okay, well, but before we get into, before we get to the meme, yeah. Uh, just just so everyone's clear, you you said this is a debate. Like, wh- where is this, and why is this happening? Uh, this is the Arizona Second District. This is the, this is Ron actually somehow earning the right to be on the debate stage in the Republican primary. <laughs> the second, yeah. So he made he made it. The our our boy actually made it onto a debate stage to try to speak to the good citizens of Arizona to let him be the Republican nominee for Arizona's second congressional district. And uh, let's just say, I don't think they're going to be knocking down the doors to head to the head to the polls for old Ronnie Watts after his display. Yeah. So now that we've done the messy business of actually describing what was happening in like, you know, the important broad strokes, let's get down to really talking about this memeable moment to me. What it looked like happened was so like in his mind, he was like, OK, I'm going to say the following thing. I can't remember exactly what the quote is. But let's just say I'm here to stand up for your rights. And so he's just like, OK, boom, I've got that locked in. That's what I'm going to say. And then he was just like, I'm also going to do a hand gesture. I'm going to do like a real like a strong like I'm going to be a real strong guy. Uh, but at some point in the execution of these things, he got halfway through the first one, did the second one but with the confidence of somebody who realizes they suddenly forgot what the next thing they're supposed to say is. So like it threw off the confidence of the fist bump and led to an awkward little pause. So he ended up just being like, and I'm going to stand up for your weak success kid motion. (laughs) Pause. Rights. Did they learn? 
Yeah, guy. And this is oh, I mean, at least yeah, guy. uh, Who is that? Howard Dean. Yeah, I guess name. Yeah, at least at least that instance, there was like actual thanks, MC Chris. That's literally the only reason I remember that is from an MC Chris song because I'm a huge fucking nerd. Uh, (laughs) But there was like power. There there was like passion and enthusiasm behind the Howard Dean thing, right? It was just passion and enthusiasm filtered through a horrible sound coming out of a dreadful face. And it was just like a total package of, of bad bombing. But at least there was like passion there. I mean, Rod Watkins delivered his his little memeable snafu with all the passion of like, I, I don't know, the, the person checking the door at an anime con dealer room back yeah. in 2004. Uh, I, I was going to say all the glitz and sizzle of a UPS truck. I mean, it's just, just like, holy shit. And, and, yeah. I mean, the, and his, his weak, his weak little success kid fist it cannot be understated like people should really like i mean if you're if you're the sort yeah. of person who's inclined to like listen to this podcast uh you should probably look at this clip it's going to be great and yeah i highly recommend turning it into a meme gif uh yeah. for future use or gif oh if you're feeling frisky yeah he's, just, he's he was like we've watched the like we'll get into it more later but we've watched the q doc so i've watched a ton of footage of ron that guy is fucking awkward on a normal day. Like, just weird and awkward on a normal day. Well, I'm surprised it, you were able to watch the Q-Doc, but we'll get into that a little more yeah. later. Right yeah, now, we have to talk about... Uh, I have uh, I have here in our notes... Uh, this is breaking news, by the way, uh, <laughs> but it's not, a, it's not a real headline, so I'm not doing the, the, the voice. You get that for real headlines only, listeners. Uh, but I have it written here in my notes as Madison Cawthorn, Hotel Eggplant Wave. <laughs> now i after last week i finally saw the photos of him wearing lingerie and i was like well i mean he should just own it but he's not going to so right you're he tell- didn't look bad lingerie he's he's got the look for it yeah i was into it he's in shape like yeah. dude's fit an yeah. asshole but fit he's, so he's keeping it tight what <laughs> a tremendous opportunity uh so you're telling me something else has happened since last week with him wearing lingerie uh, oh, it gets it gets it's much juicier than that, my good friend. So, um, oh yeah, dude the, the the hotel eggplant wave can mean only one thing. Yeah, it's Venmo time. <laughs> Damn right. So uh, the first thing that happened, uh, this has all been uh, posted on the Twitter trons from the uh, the Midas Touch uh, political action committee folks. Um, there's a 10 second video of Madison Cawthorn. And he is uh, talking about, oh, I'm on the beach, and it would be so. I, I feel the I feel the passion and desire. I would like to see, I'd like to see a naked body beneath my hands. And then the camera pans to apparently one of his staffers, who's a guy, and the staffer laughs and says, "I'd like to see that as well." And then the guy reaches out and touches Madison's crotch, and the camera <laughs> and the camera pans away after the, the video stops. After the uh, the crotch caress, as it were, and then uh, it's just boys being boys, just boys being boys, just locker room jerking off. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they found Madison Cawthorn's uh, Venmo account, and uh, he has payments. Uh, Stephen Smith paid Madison Cawthorn uh, note for loving me daily and nightly, and then met and, and and then Madison Cawthorn paid him back for quote unquote the quickie at the airport. And then he paid him again for the stuff we did in Amsterdam. And then the final payment was getting naked for me in Sweden. 
Uh, so I, I have to ask a question. Wow. <laughs> and, there, and there's nothing wrong with it if he is. Is Madison Cawthorn openly gay? Is he an openly no. gay? Uh, no, no he, he's sort of like the opposite of openly gay, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was uh, he was married to a woman who recently divorced him, and uh, there was <laughs> I wonder there, why there was some allegation, like there there was some conspiracy theories that she was a Russian honeypot. Uh, there was a there was a big to do about uh, Madison Cawthorn's uh, now ex wife and uh, what their relationship actually was, and if he'd been set up with a honeypot or or something to that effect. But yeah. Okay, well, we didn't cover it, so I'm assuming that it never came out that, yo, Madison, Madison Cawthorn's wife was a Russian honeypot. Yeah, so we, yeah, we'll leave that in the realm of basis we'll, speculation. We'll put a pin we, in that if that ever also, comes back up. I guess slightly less baselessly, based on current context, speculate about his sexuality. I mean, like, it sounds like he's some sort of queer and I think that it would probably be better for his party if he just like owned that, right? I mean, they would probably love just like an evil, like like just like an evil token gay. Yeah, didn't evil. Milo like flame out? Wasn't he that? For them oh for yeah, a while? he's he's like on cameo and like has said he's had to sell all his thing, and he he said he's not gay anymore. Oh yeah, he, oh, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's weird now. I mean, yeah. he, I mean that was that was just a phase or he, whatever. He fixed himself. They're all fucking monsters. Air quotes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. first of all, it would certainly be better for his spirit if he were to just own it instead of like, you know, <laughs> like trying to keep it some sort of secret while having this horribly repugnant political career. But yeah, also, I'm, not saying like, I'm, sure, I'm sure that I'm, sure I'm sure the party could embrace him in a way uh, like a Sith sort of way. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it just sounds so evil. But of course, uh, of course, that that particular group loves their tokenism. I, I'm not like, saying, oh, but, but how him. could we hate them? We have one of them on our side. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. It's not going to drive him to become a serial killer, but I can think of at least five or six serial killers off the top of my head that were closeted, uh, forced to be closeted gays. And uh, yeah, this it, guy's also a politician. That would make it fucking incredible if he was a serial killer. But I really doubt he is, and it is the position of the show that he is probably not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a position <laughs> to show that we don't know about the state of his ex-wife being Russian honeypot, and we do not think that he's a serial killer. We just think that there's a possibility. His probability he is probably the same one. as anyone's. It, yeah. it's a real roll of the dice. Yes, that's that's what that that's what that's what that Lion King song, "The Circle of Life," was really about. You it's go, about you becoming go, a serial killer, ordinarily avoiding it because it could happen oh, to any okay. of us. Yeah, it's like oh, uh, that. That song is about the Cold War standoff. We're all in with one another. <laughs> it's just like, hey man, at any moment I could just snap and start killing people, and everyone around you is just like, dude, same. Why do these people keep making notes on their Venmo payments? It's just like they know that it's. <laughs> accessible data right this is part of what got that idiot from florida or will hopefully one day eventually get him or why couldn't you just be extra vague about it like stuff yeah right right like things yep hanging out with my bro high five emoji or whatever just like smiling face emoji just something incredibly vague or or beers or booze i mean just anything i mean or sex with women Do what all the idiots in Q think they actually do, and just say for food that one time for pizza. Oh, that'd be oh my god that would that would be so awesome if like QAnon tried to defend Madison Carthorne and they were like, hey, I didn't see him ordering pizza on Venmo, so 
sounds on the up and up to me. <laughs> just like quote from like August eighth, twenty nineteen. Hey, I want to eat pizza off of your glistening chest. Here's fifty dollars. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. He shouldn't hide this. Uh, that sounds awesome. I would respect him more. I mean, like again, same thing. Like I would have respected him a lot more if he was just like, yeah, I was crushing that lingerie and that like it was a goof and I crushed it. What about it? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, okay, looked, well, I looked incredible. Sh- yeah. Shut up! You're not supposed to just say that. You're supposed to hate it because you're conservative. See, he could like, he would be like a like a an evil entity. Again, I really like my Sith comparison. He would be like Darth Maul showing up if he was just like owning it. If he was Madison, like, yeah, I'm back and I'm rocking this lingerie. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Madison's shown himself a several several times to be not very bright, like lying about her. <laughs> Lying about witnessing an evil act, an evil, sorry, an illegal act of someone doing uh, drugs right in front of him in his own political party. And they're like, okay, well, you need to say who now because you witnessed a crime. He's like, oh, uh, I didn't think you'd ask me to do that. (laughs) Man, Sarge, you would be crushing it. You would be crushing the Segway game if all of your hot segues weren't into our actual headlines. I know. Uh, (laughs) Because we'll be be getting into into some lies and some lying later. Uh, But uh, first, we have to talk about the return of the Mac, which is to say that uh, Orange Daddy has finally returned to his his only platform on the Internet where you can do a free speech. Uh, truth. So, what, what did what did uh, Donald Trump return to truth to say from what sermon did he give from the mount? Uh, the sermon he gave from the mount was a photo of himself uh, looking like he was on the polo grounds of Mar a Lago, uh, holding his uh, phone in his in his hot little hands, his dainty tiny little hands, and uh, the text of his uh, tweet was or truth was in all caps. I'm back. Hashtag Kofifi, because Kofifi is just something that drives all the boys wild. Yeah, it's just catnip, because they love their conspiracy theory around the secret meaning of Kofifi. What what tantalizing hints is he trying to give his audience via this obvious misspelling that he did a long, long time ago and refused to admit that he just fucked up? Yeah. I sometimes I'm like, you know, Russia should just nuke us. Like there's so many people that are obsessed over Trump's fucking uh, typo years later. And just like, nah, we had a good run. Just- no, we man, we just it's just a long game. We don't have to do any nukes. We just have we just have to wait. It's just going to take time. But <laughs> time will do the job for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if pandemics become like a more regular thing because people are filthy and we can't stop. Oh, being yeah. filthy filths to the the planet, so inevitably the stuff is going to gestate, and we're going to carry it out of the wild and put it into our ecosystem. <laughs> Trump may be vaccinated now, but he definitely had COVID. So well, he almost died. He literally almost died of COVID. I mean, that yeah, was, yeah. he had to go get adrenochrome like straight from the source in the secret underground layer of that medical facility. I forgot he was off the grid for a couple of days because he was definitely at a hospital with severe COVID. Yeah, yeah, he was he, getting like every every COVID treatment on, on Earth made. He was getting experimental <laughs> gene therapy. I'm sure there was like a Reiki specialist there. Like he was popping <laughs> off. They, he got oh. the cups. Oh he got God. the little cups. They aligned his chakras. It was the only thing that saved him. Um, I mean he was it was really touch and go there for a while. Yeah, dude. Until- his like his root chakra was like was like roughed up. So, yeah, real, so many it was things real have happened. <laughs> I completely forgot that Trump had certified COVID. I- 
He he tried to give it to Biden. That was the that was the controversy of the first debate. He showed up before he showed up and was like, I ain't getting tested. Now let me get on that debate stage with Biden and start coughing on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, licks his eyeball. I'm imagining like Trump and Biden going in for the handshake, and Trump just starts licking <laughs> him. <Yeah. laughs> just like full on like licking and coughing. Cat. What a weird power move. <laughs> what is Trump doing? Why the fuck is he doing that? It's obviously not because he has Jim Ross is in the booth off to the side going, oh my God, it's the heart of the deal. <laughs> that's that's the name of that. That's his finisher. He gives the, you the yes. handshake, he pulls you closer, and he just licks your whole face. The art of the deal. It's called the art of the deal. <laughs> oh God. I, that is awesome. Uh, that is the greatest horrifyingly stupid finisher name ever in the history of not wrestling. Now yeah, get I, on a celebrity death match. Uh, where where is that reboot? Uh, okay, they Uh, did a reboot, and it was twenty years ago. Did they? Oh my god! Yeah, that was a that horrible thing. Just like sort of bubbled up from inside to be like gas. I Uh, anything to punch up this story, I guess, because we had to we had to talk about it because it's funny, uh, and because uh, it will shortly segue into our first headline. I mean, it's just uh, gonna it's just gonna be us taking prop bets on whether the January sixth committee actually does comes for Trump in any meaningful way, because that's like all we have left. I mean, mostly I'm just sort of concerned with like, what is he drumming? What is he like? Is he actually drumming up hype for anything, or does he just got nothing and he just needs to remind people that he and Truth Social, because that was sort of like tied to him, like are still things in the light of our first headline. So let's go ahead and play that bump. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. So yeah. uh, no, it's it's on everybody's lips, <laughs> including Mike Rains. Like he and I, we it was on both of our <laughs> both of our wet pink lips. We just couldn't ready. We we couldn't wait to mm. talk about uh, Elon Musk, Space Daddy himself. He uh, said he wanted to buy Twitter and is apparently actually doing yeah. it. <laughs> Twitter was like, yeah, we're super into that. <laughs> yeah, uh Elon Musk decided that a uh, free social media platform was worth uh 11 times the uh rights what the, the wealth of the purchasing price of the rights to Star Wars. So your childhood was worth well, 11th of Elon Musk's right to obtain quote unquote free speech in the most uh, nebulous and awful way to possibly use the term free speech. So, um, well, hey, Nair, that's that's not fair. They bought Star Wars back before the numbers got inflated to like big time, stupid, dumb figures like Microsoft buying Activision for seventy billion dollars or whatever. <laughs> this is true. So, Twitter's like half an Activision is basically what we're coming down here with. Yeah, wow. but, I mean, it's Yuck. slightly more than half, but yeah, I mean, that's the hey, that's the way it shakes out, baby. That that makes it like a few times a Bethesda. Which, like, you know, certainly sounds right. <laughs> well, yeah. and I saw Reuters release an article where they just genuinely don't think Elon Musk is going to go through with it uh, because it's uh, because it's tanking the Tesla stock and it just doesn't actually get him anything. Twitter doesn't make money. It, yeah. And the, also, the, doesn't that work out to like a sixth of his total net worth or whatever? It's like it's like a lot of money. Yeah, he's it's about 20% of his total worth um and he's not putting up the actual money for this like he he's like taking it's out all loans. against Tesla stock. 
Right, which is which is why uh, Tesla sinking like a stone directly after this um, has made a lot of people question if he's actually going to go through uh, with the actual purchase or not. Also, in the agreement, there was a statement that like he can't take shots at Twitter, and he's still doing that. He's absolutely still taking shots at Twitter on Twitter about this as they're getting through the process, but. A lot of people have said, yeah, Twitter is not actually going to enforce that mechanism against him. Yeah. Uh, so don't 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 hold your horses that like Twitter's going to go, aha, you have besmirched us. We will no longer take your forty four billion dollars, good sir. And then slap him with a glove and challenge him to pistols at dawn or any such thing like that. So the not really so. Ju- oh, sorry, no, you can go, Sarge. No, so the not so tinfoil hat uh, theory I saw is that like Twitter, like does make money despite what I said, but barely it's barely profitable. And a lot of people use it, but don't like it. And uh, so the next time anything better starts coming along, you're going to see bleed off. And you saw a lot of bleed off with this Elon deal. So a lot of people think that this is the founders and the money people at Twitter being like, Oh deal. We can get this huge buyout and dump this like, it's not a sinking ship, but there's a lot of holes in it. We can just dump it on Elon, and then it's his problem. Deal. Like it's it looks yeah, like d- a Disc- real- Discord's been uh, been inflating recently mm-hmm. with the uh, the the people like trying to abandon Twitter because it's, it sure seems like Elon Musk just is buying it so that he could let racists back onto it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there, oh, I saw. He's like, and, and in the interest of free speech, now Donald Trump gets to tweet again. And it's just like, oh, Ray, oh, the world, it's so much better. Thank God. Yeah, I you, saw you did it, Elon. You really, you really crushed it. Thank you so much. We all uh, now he gets to misspell words and talk about minorities in unflattering ways, and inevitably, mm-hmm. accidentally say something homophobic. Yeah, some shitheads I follow that I won't name uh, so as not to give them any air or just like, maybe he lets Alex Jones back on. And I'm like, he absolutely will not do that. <laughs> you need to you need to let that hope die. <laughs> There's yeah. no chance. And that's the big thing about this is that QAnon has, is over the moon. They are so happy that their space daddy owns Twitter or is going to own Twitter down the road. A bunch of them jumped back on the Twitter immediately mm-hmm. and got their band evasion accounts immediately smacked back down. And then they're like, oh, well, I guess like Twitter ain't taking word from the boss yet. We got to wait a little while longer, but we'll be there soon. And and the other thing is that Elon himself has decided to just become an absolute shitposting moron over the past uh, few days. Uh he made a tweet about how he's going to buy Coca-Cola and put cocaine back in it. Yeah. Uh, um, he l- just recently made a post about um, how um, the, the left has just gone further and further to the, le- to the left and the right has not moved at all. And Elon and basically uh, Elon, the Elon character that is quote unquote me, Elon has been forced into the conservatives camp due to the crazy left just becoming further and further and more extreme and more left wing while the sensible moderate conservative has not even has not moved an inch they've not moved to the right in the slightest um so it's really interesting that Elon is just promoting this whole like right wing edge lord like yeah i'm going to let both sides speak their minds and because that's what free speech is all about 
and that's the vision I want for Twitter. That's what I'm going to do once I own it. And I just, I can never wrap my head around what the left wing equivalent to the HN Nazis is. Like, what do far left people say that's like so horrifying you have to ban them from social media? Like, tax rich people more, or maybe socialism could work if we did it in the way the Scandinavians do it. Whereas on the right, you have Holocaust denial and disinformation about vaccines. I, I just. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, people on the left and at like. Typically, I see get banned when they threaten people. And anyone who threatens violence on someone else, yes, should be kicked off of social media. So it's just like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, what uh, you make a good point. What policy or like point? Like, I, they're not going to kick me off of Twitter for saying we should defund the police. Like, yeah. yeah. And letting, letting a bunch of racists back on the platform it, is just trans, like, just thinking about it, you let racist back on your platform because that's exactly what's going to happen if he just like decides to get looser with the moderation. And you just have to like, you know, in your heart of hearts, really believe that uh, uh, like a like being surrounded by people that are not racist is going to wear down their racism versus them infecting impressionable people with racism. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, what do you that, think is going to happen? That always works. We just need to have their side of the argument, man. We There just needs to be somebody on that side saying that they're just like, hey, because of the color of your skin, you're not really a whole person. So how do you like that? We have to listen to those people. And then we have to debate them in the the digital public forum. It's not public, Doc. You are, in order to acquire it, you were spending forty four billion dollars. Literally like, to make it a private company. Yeah, to make it a private company. Like it's it's not it's not a public anything. It's just popular. And like, I'm not actually sure. Like, is it even as popular as WhatsApp? Like globally, I'm not like you know what I mean. It might not even be the top dog. I don't even know because there is competition in the market. Like, so it just seems really weird for it to just be like, well, everybody, everybody should be allowed to say whatever they want on Twitter. It's the new digital like town square. No, it's not. It's one of a litany of social media platforms. It's one of the ones that people quit like the most frequently, I think second only to Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people like when people are just like proudly just being like, I'm quitting a social media platform. It's like Facebook number one, followed by Twitter. And then they're just like, I'm just taking all of my shit to Instagram because all I really want to do is post pictures of my beach vacations and food eatings. <laughs> Things I do on Facebook, use Messenger. And look at videos of people rescuing kittens. That is exactly all I do. Any like I I don't go there for news. I don't go there really for anything. I, I look at pictures of my mom's quilts. Like that that is uh, about where we begin and end on Facebook. It, it's I'll go several days without even opening it because I just don't need it and don't yeah, want so, it. I mean my my position on the show is pretty clear and well-defined uh when people talk about how uh like twitter is just like oh my god well the, the way they moderate it it makes it it makes it like liberal leaning i'm just like yeah that's great like, i'm a big fan of that i don't give a fuck about that why do you give a fuck about that you know it should be more conservative leaning why everything conservatives want is terrible and all their celebrities are bad so you don't even get funny <laughs> celebrity tweets. And like, who was the last big TikTok star that was also just like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I can't stop loving Donald Trump. Like, like my two favorite things are A, having 7 million followers on TikTok and B, 
like the second amendment now watch me shoot this ar-15 <laughs> exactly yeah th- that's the thing that's like so weird about this is that uh, i've just th- the whole idea that twitter is this massive political arena where everything has to be fought over your worldview via vis-a-vis liberal versus conservative and What's so funny about that to me is you look at like posts from politicians or politics, uh, like comment to political commentators and stuff like that, and they get nowhere near the engagement of a of a of a photo that's like a meme of sports of any kind, like like just a picture of someone in basketball dunking over somebody else in in a recent NBA game gets like 20,000 likes and a million retweets. And it's way more relevant. It gets way more engagement than like, uh, than AOC talking about raising the minimum wage or Joe Biden saying we need to do something about guns. It's just the idea that you got to frame the entire Twitter sphere as just political and I'm going to make sure the right and the left get a fair shake. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people are just on there to like follow their favorite, like celebrities, like no one, the new movies coming out tour dates when they feel obligated because they have a podcast that they want to help promote and be there for (laughs) if people want to engage with them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Patreon.com slash poker politics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just the idea that like, if I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of like new, like pop artists. That's really like, that's really going off right now. I'm a fan of Dua Lipa. I go check out her tour dates. And at the bottom, I see some racists screaming and yelling about her doing like having a, a song featuring a black rapper. And now it's just like, is this acceptable on my Twitter now? Because Elon's just like, yep, that racist has to let you know that he really hates like black people. And now you're going to deal with that. And it, oh, yeah, I, just, I can't remember if I mentioned it on the show or not, but I was looking at a listing for uh, uh, Carpenter brew tickets that like showed up <laughs> on my Facebook and I clicked on it. And somebody was just like, yeah, I'd be going to the show except fucking mass mandate, whatever, man, COVID is bullshit. <laughs> And I was just like, you wow. won't be there. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. I was just so I think I'm pretty sure I responded to it and just like get fucked. Because like, I just wasn't having it. I was like, yeah, get fucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, awesome. it was super uh, great. I, I, I'll uh, I'll be real bummed out that that guy's not in the crowd when I am listening to some fucking sweet synthwave tunes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <sighs> like, God, Elon on Twitter. So. The the other thing that's really funny to me is it's like who is Tesla's market? It's rich liberals. So now you like literally have the guy that's like the face of Tesla being nah, like there's plenty of crypto bros. Oh, I'm sure there are, but but I mean like all but, these I other mean, I mean, like so but at worst he's tricking <laughs> dumb crypto bros into thinking that having a sweet electric like zero emission electric vehicle is uh you know a st- like a status symbol. Like like Tesla kind of has become that. So, like again, Elon Musk is a huge piece of shit. It's like not great. I kind of wish that he was like had like a different personality of almost any other sort. Like for what he is about, because what he is about is launching spaceships to try to get us on like into space and creating electric batteries and propagating electric vehicles and making them cool enough to actually generate a market for them and like. 
you know, having his fingers in eBay, which was like a big deal. Yeah, if only he stuck to the innovation part of being a Or was weird... it PayPal or both? It's hard to say. Pay- anyway, it was, he's just a bunch of shit. He makes fucking rocket parts and stuff. He's, you know, and it's just like, oh, that th- th- that allows me to sort of empathize uh, slightly with his weird defenders on the Internet. But then I read the stuff they say and I'm just like, guys, you need to calm down. Elon Musk is kind of shitty. Uh, but in this one particular instance, uh, him buying Twitter to turn it into an open free speech platform, would I blow your minds if I told you that there's a chance that he's right after all? And maybe maybe he does need to get in there and he needs to release us from the yoke of uh, censorship on Twitter because it turns out censorship on Twitter has hit our our fair QAnon debunking community. Yeah. In the form of some revelatory information that Twitter uh, diminished the promotion of that QAnon doc we had mentioned earlier. And so somebody's sawing in the background. I know. I Yeah. I, I was about to say, I sure hope it's not Mike Rains because I'm about to throw to him. Mike Rains, what's the deal with Twitter censorship of us, the liberals? We're the good guys. You don't censor <laughs> us. If only I had a, a like a, a sound box, a sound port to play of sawing noise, that that would have been great. Just like to saw hammering mark. noises too. Yeah, they're just yeah. Like shouting tonk, over tonk, it. Tonk, tonk. Yeah. There's unfortunately a lot of construction uh, around my place right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, Colin Holbeck, who was the uh, director uh, of the of Into the Storm, the uh, Q- the anti QAnon documentary that ended with Ron Watkins basically admitting he was Q, uh, he came out with a series of tweets uh, stating that Twitter uh, labeled his account as quote unquote harmful and therefore uh, limited the reach of uh, the documentary. And that when they uh, he found out about this when he tried to promote the release of the documentary on iTunes, and uh, so basically just by um, and this was not just the algorithm, this was actual people at Twitter who looked at the documentary and were just like, yeah, we need to uh, reduce its visibility in search replies, timeline timelines, and recommendations. So this is uh, a very bizarre thing that Twitter did where, again, this wasn't just the algorithm messing up and being like, oh, QAnon, stop it. This was a a documentary trying to explain the origins of QAnon and why it was bad and like who might be behind it. And Twitter put their thumb on the scale to try to make it harder for people to see that, which is really fucked up i don't i I can't even wrap my head around it i don't actually remember where we fell on the dock uh did did we say that ultimately it spent too much time dwelling on who q was because that was irrelevant and obvious is this the documentary question it it just had a confusing timeline because he doesn't label when things are taking place so you have to know by context of the events this is Uh, the one where we got ron giving up the goose right yes okay yeah, this was the one that either could have – basically my mindset about this documentary was that it either could have been done in a tight four or it should have been expanded to like like eight or eight or ten parts. I forget if it, it was yeah, it was a six-part. And it felt like they could have gone to eight yeah. to really nail down a lot I mean, of shit. I wish I could take my six to it, Dan. Am I right, guys? Hey. <laughs> hey. 
or they could have uh, they could have tightened it down to a solid four because there was like there was like a segue in the Gamergate that was really weird. Yeah, there, there was this incredibly indulgent thing. Wait, where why, was, why were they? Why were they possibly talking about uh, a, a group of heroes supporting ethics of video game journalism? <laughs> and they have like the de facto leader of Gamergate audit. He had a Nintendo Switch with them. He's like, it's just about gaming. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh my god, they got the Dylan. Because mm. uh, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing some random kid just like sitting on a couch. Playing some Fortnite, yeah. <laughs> do, doing flossing dance emote, just being like, yeah. So I just didn't like what she was saying about games and stuff because you know she was like a whore or whatever. Like, oh, what yeah, a, they were what a hero. They, we su- we salute you, greasy teen. They were soft on a lot of these people. They uh, they got into Gamergate because uh, eight eight Chan got big because of Gamergate because when Gamergate got kicked off of everywhere else. Uh, they were given a home on 8chan, and that gave the board some amount of relevance. Right. And like there was, that, there was that weird part where he was like, I flew to Italy to try to find Steve Bannon to see if he was Q, and then I didn't run into Steve Bannon and left yeah. Italy. And it was like, why so then that- I, So then I ate some uh, delicious pasta and yeah. drank some wine on the dime of this production. Yeah. And here's, here's, here's some footage of me staring out over a beautiful Italian sunset vista. It's just like okay, cool, cool, good stuff. Uh, but anyway, like uh, I, you know, again, we're we're the good guys. We're why why would Twitter do this to us? Twitter, you're supposed to be on our side. On our side. And this is after they kicked, uh, they did the the banning of all of the the openly cute accounts. Uh, right so. next, me. Are they going to come for me next to try to censor me, man? Probably not. Now that Space Daddy owns it, he's he's got my back. He's going to allow me to keep making jokes and also uh, to continue to solicit him for 1 million United States dollars. I, I will believe that's happening when the deal has closed, not a second before. What, that he's going to finally give me a million dollars? I yes. will also believe that. I've tried twice already. I've, I've you know, I don't want to be too, I don't want to be too up his bum about it, but periodically I'll just be like, hey man, you seem to have a lot of money. Give me 1 million dollars. Because that's, because free speech. What are, what's he going to do? Censor me? Is he going to? What, what what is he going to block me for soliciting it for one million United States dollars? That would not be very yes. supportive of my free speech. My speech is bizarre. you can't you can't block somebody in the town square if I'm yelling, "Give me a million dollars!" You can't you can't block me. That's not how that works. Nope, you have every right to demand a million dollars from Elon Musk every hour of every day if you so desire to do it. Yeah, in fact, I should be doing it more. Yeah, he's he's lucky he's lucky that I don't have at like actual podcast powers. Otherwise, I would I would drum up support for a campaign. To get me one million dollars, as uh, someone I follow on Twitter pointed out, with all the money that he's using to buy Twitter, he could have bought every single animation frame from legendary anime powerhouse Project Aco. And uh, I mean, that's just like that's just free real estate right there. He could he, probably he also, buy every he also animation me, frame ever. He could select me and like forty three thousand nine hundred and ninety nine other people to get one million United States dollars. <laughs> yeah, like he could give everyone quite a bit of money. I'm not L actually wants, sure if the math checks out on that, but who cares? Yeah. But L was, wants it, us to focus on what matters, which is L getting a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, if for anyone out there who's worried that it, that that wealth will change me, remember it's only going to be like six hundred thousand after taxes or whatever. <laughs> right. Then we oh, can we God. can get a podcasting uh, studio, uh, and maybe Sarge won't have 
uh, sawing and bagging and dog barking in the back of his recordings. <laughs> hey, I don't feel good about any of that, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- I mean, that's 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 what I'm here for, buddy. To kick you while you're down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what anyway. That was uh, speaking of getting kicked while they're down, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's been having a week, huh? Uh, she got to she got to do some lying while uh, being questioned by the government about stuff, uh, which we covered last week. And uh, I guess this week uh, she has some spicy texts that have come to light. Uh, so, Mike, what's what's up with MTG's textual transmissions? Uh, so uh, Marjorie, uh, the day after the attack on the Capitol, uh, she texted Mark Meadows and said, Yesterday was a terrible day. We tried everything we could in our objection to the six states. I'm sorry nothing worked. I don't think that President Trump caused the attack on the Capitol. It's not his fault. Antifa was mixed in the crowd and instigated it. And sadly, people followed. But when people try everything and no one listens and nothing works, I guess they think they have no other choice. So Antifa started it, but the other people who attacked the Capitol at Antifa's behest were were just... They were patriots, just just frustrated patriots, just frustrated patriots. (laughs) We tried everything and nothing worked, but we did. We we did not do it under the direction of Donald Trump. (laughs) I I, I love slash hate that she was savvy enough to put that in there. Yeah, absolutely no excuse. And I fully denounce all of it. But after shutdowns all year and a stolen election, people are saying they have no other choice. I defended Trump last night on Newsmax. He has been the greatest president. I will continue to defend him. And if anyone attacks you, uh, I hope you are okay. Feel badly for everyone. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Mark Meadows replied to her, thanks, Marjorie. So <laughs> how polite of that. that, that Very nice yeah. of him. Yeah, B- big, big ups, Marjorie. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for expressing concern in these dark times and really hedging your bets. Yes, Antifa started it, but but Dosh Garnet, they were just letting off some steam after the election got stolen from them, and they were locked down for a year. I mean, I I totally understand why those patriots were so easy so easily hoodwinked by the Antifa leading the attack on the Capitol. I would I would never in a million years uh, support the idea of succession or secession, but you know, uh, like you know, some people might. <laughs> It might be a pretty good idea. I've got my my ancestors have some uh, gray uniforms in their closet, and like we can, we can crack those back out. Yeah, she wants to secede, and she loves the HBO original television show Succession. <laughs> a lot of people do. I couldn't get into it. I, I haven't I haven't seen any of it, but I do love Kieran Culkin. Yeah, he's amazing. I've watched clips. I tried to watch it. It just everyone's a monster and that's yeah, the, it's one it's, of those shows yeah it's got the always sunny problem where it's like who am i rooting for you're all shit i mean it's just it's just that thing uh, yeah, i thought about the, the always the it's always sunny problem of everyone is just constantly screaming at each other and it's supposed to be jokes <laughs> <laughs> uh so after that text uh on january uh 17th she sent another text to mark meadows which was in our private chat with only members, several are saying the only way to save our republic is for Trump to call for martial law, spelled martial as an Eminem, Marshall Mathers, and not martial as an actual military as it, law. As it, is it that the Tekken character? Is it that or yes, a Tekken character? Martial, martial law. law. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It also sounds Tekken like it would 7? be the cool name of a cowboy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Martial law. I'm sure I watched that that cartoon when I was a kid. 
Yeah. Was it on before or after Brave Star? Uh, probably before. Eyes of the hawk, ears of the wolf. Anyway. <laughs> it's for the five of you, maybe. Oh, the, the, those are the people that we rely on to keep yes, us going spiritually. Yes. yes. Uh, she continues by saying, I don't know yeah. on those things. Again, hedging her bets. I just wanted you to tell him they stole the election. We all know they will destroy our country next. Please tell him to declassify as much as possible so we can go after Biden and anyone else. Now that final line is to me, that's like, that's when like my ears perk up because that was one of uh, Q's big uh, thing, things that he would always tell his audience was that uh, Trump could declassify all this secret information that, that, that was being held back uh, by the intelligence agencies that would expose all the deep state's corruption and allow for all the arrests to begin. And it was just something that QAnon will always talk about. It was like, oh, they're antagonizing Trump, but with a stroke of his pen, he could at least he could start the declassification that would bring them all down. So the fact Cut that death note montage. Right, exactly. Oh god. <laughs> He's just oh, declassifying the shit out of shit. It would be like the Death Note montage like backwards. So he's like he's like putting the pen to the paper and removing the ink. Yeah, I remember the time all that actually happened. And if Trump didn't instead Trump didn't lose a ton of paperwork mainly about himself. The funniest thing about this was is there was a, a deadline to like declassify like basically like quote unquote the final documents about the JFK assassination. And then Trump punted and like let them remain sealed for more years. So like when push came to shove on the ultimate catnip of all these conspiracy theorists, Trump just couldn't do it. He couldn't even pull the trigger on that low hanging fruit. But uh, I mean, why would he ever pull the trigger on anything? He never had. They made it pretty clear that he never has to do any of the stuff. No, he could just take credit for having wanted to do the stuff in perpetuity. I mean. How many years does he have left? Even even if he's just like an Adonis, I mean, like twenty more years at most. Like he could ride that out. You could ride this. You could just be like, remember all those times I said I I was going to do that stuff, and they're like, yeah, we loved you when you were president, Mister Trump. I guess yep. President Trump. Yes, and I, I guess yeah. they'd still be like, we loved it when you became and still are president, President Trump. <laughs> Yeah, so that's like the thing to me that's like so funny about all this shit is that he. That Marjorie has said that uh, she's like, oh, I don't believe in QAnon. I don't follow it, blah, blah, blah. But she still knew enough to bring up the term declassify and to ask the Trump. Trump needs to declassify as quickly as possible so we can get Biden. That's that is something only some someone who is totally pilled would say that like that is not something you can just like pluck out of thin air and just just guess at it. I mean. You She's could. Like, I don't even know who Q is, but if I did, I would probably say something like that. He was a handsome genius that was always right about everything, and was the modern day Nostradamus, but only because of his robust military ties and his <laughs> and his glistening abdominal muscles and, and his incredible collection of life size Ray Ayanami dolls. Yeah, I mean, even one is a very big collection, and. <laughs> Because most people don't even have one. I don't know the guy, but I would say that my favorite part about him, hypothetically, would be that he was always willing to fight 
for my rights. <laughs> uh, he definitely he definitely practiced that, right? Oh, in the mirror all day, the just the power move of the fist. He was he's like, I'm gonna nail it. I'm just like gonna... fresh, fresh out of the shower, wearing like a towel around his waist and his cowboy hat because he's never without the cowboy hat. Just like do it do the you talking to me? Fist. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, there's no one else around here, so you gotta be talking to me. Fist. Yeah, <laughs> really. Nailed Nobody it. else around here, so you got to be talking to fist. Pause. Me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, oh what, man, El, what about your clowns? With your finest Russian accent, do you want to take us into the Russian Russia roundup? Uh, can I do it without doing a Russian accent? I am a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, but no, but we, we, uh, we, of course, uh, we, of course, do have to do our Russia roundup because, uh, I mean, <laughs> what, what can we say? Russia be in the headlines and QAnon devout be loving Russia. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this one actually Sarge brought to the table. Apparently, a bunch of uh, Russian oligarchs have ended up mysteriously killed or dead. Uh, sorry, <laughs> did I say killed? I mean, accident, accidentally died. Suicide. Suicide. Oh that's yeah, all. suicides. That's it. Yes, wonderful. Everybody, everybody, I've seen all the time. Always in the past year, six Russian oligarchs have uh, mysteriously have committed suicide. Nothing funny about that. That they all shared, shared the same social strata of Russian society. That they all had massive amounts of money. And did we talk about this like a week or two ago? Back when it, because it was like two back to back, but now now four more have come to light. Yeah, so we talked about it last week because two of them, within a uh, a week of each other, murder suicided them and their wives, uh, and now it's people started going back a little further, and it's been six <laughs> in in the past year, and they're all just you know tangentially related. They're all fairly close to each other in terms of what they sell, what they do, how they made their money, and. Um, it's weird, like things that are going wrong with the war all seem to be lo- associated with what these guys sell. Like the the, the troops are running out of fuel, and it's uh, the last two that died, uh, you know, by their own hand, uh, sold gas. So it's so weird, so very weird. That I, I've heard rumblings on Twitter that a bunch of buildings in Russia have also been committing suicide. Yeah, Russia's complaining about the Ukrainians fighting back and attacking them. They said, that's not fair. You're not allowed to fight back on our, <laughs> on our turf, <laughs> but uh, a bunch of you, a bunch of Ukrainian uh, troops have been launching uh, special forces have been launching over the border attacks in Russia blowing up. Yeah, it's uh, there. Uh, 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 Kilgore Trout uh, has, on uh, Twitter has a list of um, either these events, either they're Ukrainian special ops or they're sabotaged by Rus- anti-war Russians. Um, the um, um, the Dimitrovsky chemical plant, uh, a key Russian manufacturer of industrial solvents, lit on fire on April twenty-first. Then there was uh, a Russian rocket and spacecraft scientific center that, that got lit on fire on April 22nd. 
there's a large fire at an oil depot in Bryansk on the 24th. Uh, uh, in Belgrade on April 26th, a Russian ammunition depot set, got set on fire. Uh, on the 29th, a Russian TV uh, in Kyrgyzstan, Russian TV became uh, unable to broadcast because their TV tower exploded. Uh, it's just this ongoing thing where um, all these very all this infrastructure in Russia that would be uh, needed for maintaining the war, or in the case of television, transmitting propaganda and information. Uh, is mysteriously blowing up and being destroyed. And so just not, weird. Just not working anymore. I mean, who knows why? I really hope it's sabotage. I hope that right now there's like a like a like a sneaky little like Cold War era style like just actual saboteur like creeping around Russia just hitting hitting targets like that video game, the saboteur, or like that Beastie Boys song, sabotage. No, not like that song. <laughs> only like to the only like the beat to that song mm. yes yes yeah uh, so like uh we're now building towards uh may 9th because that's a uh, victory day in russia and that's their big day of national celebration where they do the military parades and there's a lot of concern because russian rhetoric uh, has in this past week has ratcheted up from being sort of like we are fighting Ukraine for glorious Russian purposes, blah, 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 to Russian rhetoric sort of being this is a war between Russia and NATO, and Ukraine is merely the battlefield upon which we will achieve victory over NATO. So is this just uh, like uh, Putin saber rattling and trying to like puff out his chest and explain why the Russians are having a tough time of it in Ukraine? Or is he actually crazy enough to want to like try to throw hands with NATO? Because given the fact that they've been getting demolished by Ukraine, like with only their troops being backed with NATO weaponry, it seems like a really dangerous move to escalate by actually like trying to throw punches at NATO, either attacking like uh, weapon shipments or whatever, where you might actually kill non-Ukrainians. Because yeah, mean, I don't it, know. he keeps threatening the nuclear option. Uh, guess what doesn't serve a purpose when you keep thrusting a gun in someone's face, saying "I'm going to shoot you," and you never do. I'm not saying anyone should get nuked, but there comes a point where these these threats kind of ring hollow. Yeah, uh, that, and that's the. I, I mean, mean that's God, the, you would hope so when it comes to the nuke. I mean, holy shit! Yeah, right. I don't want anyone this to actually happen. But he just keeps saying this, and it's like, uh, some point you're gonna have to shit or get off the pot, bud, because you're invading other countries, and people don't like that. Yeah, I mean them, them fucking, them going out and killing some NATO troops would be uh, just, <laughs> just very ill advised. Yeah, it yeah, could. I, I, it, I could scarcely think of anything less advised. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, like on top of all the other stuff that we've been begging you not to do for a while, Putin, just please don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can do anything for Ukraine because they're they're beating your ass, and God love them for it. But you can't do that. That would be. <laughs> Oh, good. We're going to fight Ukraine and NATO. Okay, gotcha. Sure thing. Yes. <laughs> sure thing, bud. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it, yeah, it, if we could literally like put a force field around all the nuclear weapons and just have NATO versus Russia, Russia's military would be destroyed within a week. I mean, that, that has been made abundantly clear at this point. Yeah, if he engages with NATO and American jets get to come into Ukraine, God, it's just like, start playing the jock rock now. It's like, there's so many videos. Like, <laughs> um, Imagine if it just turned out that everybody's military wasn't shit. That'd be great. <laughs> that, that, that'd be awesome. Like, everybody's military gets involved and it just turns out that we're all just kind of weak and crappy. I like. I know for a fact that like uh, a bunch of our boys are just hanging out in Germany, just waiting for the go order. And uh, but yeah, uh, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how America works. When once we uh, once we conquer your country, I mean, we sort of leave, but we don't actually leave. I mean, it, it took us 20 years to get the fuck out of Afghanistan. I mean, yeah, so, yeah. And then we just look at Japan. Really, exactly. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't have a military because of us. We were like, you don't get to have a military anymore after we beat the shit out of you. Yeah, your military, it's our military. (laughs) Don't worry about it. We got you, bud. Japan has Japan has a self defense force, right? Yeah, Yeah, and you know, and their elite squad of espers that (laughs) squad of espers is that an (laughs) anime thing? You nerd. I mean, it's uh, it's a manga thing. We've been over this. You philistine. How dare you accuse me of such such profane indulgences? Uh, yeah, so the Russia Roundup, I guess, not necessarily as grim as usual, but grim in a different way. It's just, just Russia suffering internal casualties. It's I mean, like, oh, great. Like, Russia, Russia's just really getting fucked up in its, uh, in its war on Ukraine. Uh, and in addition to that, it's starting to, like, collapse from within. Oh, and uh, the final note I would say is... Uh, the the chief of the general staff of the Russian armed forces, Valery Valery uh, Garisimov, apparently he's personally leading the offensive of Russian troops now. So, given the fact that like eight Russian generals have been killed on the front lines recently, so many. I mean, it's like I I, I really do hope that guy didn't take his personal cell phone to the front line like so many of these other dum dums have, because like it seems like a great way to get hit with a drone strike. I mean, yeah. Don't worry, they'll figure out a way. They're plucky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> the plucky, scrappy Russian army. Let's give truly. them a battleship or whatever and see what they can do with it. <laughs> yup. Oh, God. Fucking just, uh, let's, let's, I mean, they, they, they've proven pretty capable with the arms they've been given. It. Like, you give a Ukrainian farmer a fucking anti-tank weapon and they'll anti some tank with it. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they've shown more than once. They're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Those people are fucking ready to rock. Uh, absolutely wild. Uh, again, we support the effort of peace in Ukraine, but it turns out that the only way we're getting that is by cheering them while they fuck up Russians. So, yeah, sorry, Russian soldiers. I know a lot of you probably aren't thrilled to be there either, but don't don't worry. Most of your contracts are up in uh, June, so uh, here's to hoping you're able to stay alive until then, and then leave the army post haste. All right. Well, with that, I believe it is time for us to get to our uh, pulsating sack of questions. Yay. Yes. More song Our noises. listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, we open with uh, Cleodora Silvestri uh, says NFTs are a pyramid scheme. It uh, says, considering the sheer amount of insane scheming Q has put into finding ways for Trump to be made president again, and it's not happening. 
How long do you have to do expect we have to wait until they shift strategy and start pushing Putin running for U.S. president? Uh, I think they're probably if they're going to pivot to a, a person who can't run because they're foreign born but would like to be American president. I think uh, Musk 2024 has a much better ring to it. I think uh, Elon for the Oval Office is definitely where they're going to be heading with this shit. Uh, well, we we can't get it, but the, the dream match that everybody wanted, uh, Elon v. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, that that that's... that would be that would be the fucking the crazy political battle. Do you think you'd give him the people's elbow? Uh, right. No, probably not. No, I think Elon he's, he's like a little... gentle giant now. You got to save that stuff for the for the silver screen, dog. Yeah. Can't just go can't just go around thrashing Elon Musk <laughs> during a presidential debate. That'd that would be, be the most American thing yeah. ever though, right? Yeah. If you just started doing like full on wrestling moves to Elon Musk and just like giving him wedgies and stuff cuz it's just like look at this, look at this nerd. Like, I be a president. Well, you're a stupid nerd. He just like gives him a big wedgie and then like pink bellies him. Well, he's just like you should vote for me. <laughs> Because I'm handsome, and you've seen me in movies, and look how strong I am, and how easily I crush this fool. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, and, and he might be richer than me, but I'm still rich. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he does have a compelling point. He is handsome and rich. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's basically my my answer to that question would probably be I, I've already seen it, and I actually saw like a couple people being like, "Hey, if Musk wants to be president, no one's going to be able to stop him, and he's just going to win and turn America into like a nightmare hellscape of like Muskistan or whatever." If and Musk I was, wants to be president, yeah, he just he's got it sewed up. He's like, "Hey, I want it," and he's just going to take it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not even like it's not even fucking all said and done that he was able to do that with Twitter, which is just some dumb company on the internet. <laughs> so let's th- let's maybe let's maybe put the brakes on how unlimited we believe Elon Musk's power to be. <laughs> just yeah, just a touch, a skosh, maybe. Oh boy! So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Wendyosity asks: uh, Does anyone know who Pepe Lives Matter is, and does anyone really care? Uh, so the, the answer to the second mm. question is no. And to no. the first question, uh, Pepe's been kind of weirdly self-doxing recently in the sense that they announced that they've had a chronic pain condition for a while and it's gotten worse. So they needed to take some time off. And then they immediately ignored that whole thing. I needed time to off. take some time off of my racism because of yes. the chronic pain. Right. Hey, oh. <laughs> hey racism's hard. I bet it that person is. is also deeply religious. I love oh. the idea that they could be deeply religious and then just like posting vitriol on the internet, uh, talking <laughs> very badly about their fellow man, and then have their body racked with horrible pain, and uh, then uh, still just be like, "Yeah, I'm a true patriot and a Christian, and everybody loves me, and I'm great." The all of what you've said is true. Pepe is the most hardcore Jesus person in QAnon there is, pretty much. And uh, also, they have a brother that they that goes by uh, Q Stradamus. Uh, they don't post as much as Pepe. Shut does. the fuck up. Not joking. The, the, their avatar is a Pepe, and that's their name. Nostradamus. It's God a little. It. It's a little too on the nose if you know what a fucking hack Nostradamus actually was, and the, how they got zero predictions right. But beyond that, it's great. Totally perfect. Custer Dumbs, god damn it. <laughs> so dumb. I mean, hey, who who, do, who doesn't love who doesn't love failed prophets or whatever, you know what I mean? So good. The 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 I, I only want my my future sight coming from people who are like 
demonstrably wrong about it all the time. <laughs> I I only like my uh, veterans uncaptured. Wow. Uh, take that, John McCain, you piece of shit. Yeah, going... Uh, hey, that going, is a quote from our president. Going full anti-McCain there. No, he right. won, so our president. Yep. Yeah, oh, he, and he uh, is still our president? I mean, we yes. all know the truth. Yes. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he uh, pulls the mask off of his grand scheme. And reveals that he is Jim Carrey. I almost said Drew Carey. And reveals him. I mean, to be fair, like, I of the two, if somebody needed to play Donald Trump, I feel like Carrey Show era Drew Carey is much more Trumpian than any... Jim Carrey. Yes. Uh, Trump doesn't feel very frenetic the way Jim Carrey was in his prime. So I'd go Drew Carrey also on that one. Is it, is it weird that no one is, ever talks about revisiting that show, despite the fact that it had like eight seasons or whatever? It just felt like it was on forever. Oh, Drew Carrey show? Yeah. I don't know how many seasons weird. it actually had, but it felt it felt like it was on for a long time. And nobody ever wants, like, no one's ever just like, hey, you know what? I've been rewatching. The Drew Carey show. I mean, before she went full mask off, I re- I went and revisited some um, uh, old Roseanne, and like the first couple seasons are still very funny. Yeah, but that's not the Drew Carey show, mate. Like, no, of sure course, not. people are going to revisit Roseanne. Roseanne was a show about poor people living in what always looked to me like a mansion. Because I was actually poor. Like Roseanne's, <laughs> Roseanne's Prestige was, it was just like, yeah, it's finally, it's what, it's a sitcom for the lower middle class. And I was just like, okay, well, I mean, they have a second floor to their living space where there are bedrooms that, like, they had a, have. I think they had a basement too. So they had, yeah. like, they, they, they had, like, multiple bedrooms and probably multiple bathrooms. I was like, fucking get out of here. This is the poor family on TV? Yikes. <laughs> So uh, yes, this this uh, this question about Pep, the identity of Pepe Lives Matter has taken us where it usually does. So thank you for that. I uh, blame myself because I did it. Kushadamus. <laughs> yes, uh, confidently befuddled asks, "Why won't my parents love me?" And uh, to that, I say, "I don't know. You, you don't donate enough to our podcast, uh, patreoncom slash Good one. Politics. Nailed your it. Parents, your parents will love you if you only give us more cold hard cash. If you're not already doing so, so yes, that is how you earn love uh, by giving people money. It's America. I Most think they people- probably blame you for <laughs> your brother's death. You knew you weren't supposed to take him in that cave when it was raining, but you did it anyway. <laughs> this one's on you. Uh, we now have a question from Hellworld L who asks, hi, first time, long time. My question is this. Now that Elon Musk has purchased Twitter, why hasn't he given me one million United States dollars? Uh, that's that's a, question. Question. a great question. Good question. Yes, it is. Elon, what the fuck? Why haven't you hooked our boy up? What's going yeah, on? Why, why haven't I received one million United States dollars from Elon Musk? Ed? <laughs> that piece of shit. I mean, where's your dedication to free speech, bud? Right. I was, I was the only one brave enough to ask for it. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure only only I was brazen enough to just come come to you with my hand fully out. I would like $1 million, please. Money, please. Make it United States dollars, the best ones. <laughs> the best of dollars. <laughs> so, Nailed it. Uh, 
we'll be awaiting on, for this week and every other week to know why Elon's uh, a coward who doesn't truly respect free speech and has not given L a million dollars yet. Unless it's the week when he does, in which case we will be uh, talking to you from our new palatial podcasting studio. So yeah, I, I would. I I can't wait to I can't wait to tell everyone how wrong I was about Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, you're too changed. I'd be like, I will be taking no questions about my change of food. I love him in apartheid and emeralds. All of these things. Hey, I mean, I could love two out of three of those things without being a monster, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Snorlax CPAP asks, uh, what's the best cocktail to have while playing poker or the most creative you have seen at the tables? Um I don't know that I've seen a particularly creative beverage. I've seen just yeah, my grades, you booze hound, you fucking yes. <laughs> Tell us about your whimsical cocktails, bro. Yeah. L L is giving me all this shit because I'm a teetotaler and I abstain from alcohol. So, for the listeners that did not know that, that is why I'm currently being hit with both the razzle and the dazzle. It, uh, like his beard, is part of his religious beliefs, which mm-hmm. we will not be getting into, but use your own imagination. <laughs> exactly. Um, I will just say that at the tables, I've seen every level of drunkenness, um, including like people that were pretty much falling out of the chair drunk and yet incapable of losing a hand of poker. I saw a guy that was just annihilated and he was up about $2,000 and the rest of the table was just seething with rage, trying to beat him in a hand, failing to do so. And then his girlfriend came to the table and was just like, honey, let's play some blackjack. And he just took all the money and left and went, went to go play blackjack with her. And you, yeah. Oh, you, you don't know anger until you've seen a table full of people watching the dumb drunk fish just escaping from their clutches because like happenstance happened to just like just pull him away because he was never leaving if his girlfriend didn't show up. He, they would have gotten all that <laughs> money back. But nope, she arrives, boom, whisks him away, and he gets to leave the table plus two dimes. So just just the way the world works. Hashtag life's not fair. He earned it. I have a, I have a signature cocktail. I have a cocktail of my own invention. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's called the L-Bomb. I invented it when I was a desperate uh, housewife, t- totally legal person partying at the totally legal age of my high school years. <laughs> if, you, if you catch my drift, uh, it, it, but it's it's evolved over time. So it's uh, Bacardi One Fifty One, okay, apple juice, and a splash of sour apple pucker, and a caramel sugar rim. It's quite good. Sounds like a sour apple Jolly Rancher. I I seem to remember that when we uh, no, there was a watermelon. The 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 waitress recommended that drink too because it was very watermelony, and you agreed upon a review of the beverage. It got like it got less watermelony as it went on, but the she she wasn't wrong. The the first couple of the first couple of sips were quite quite a watermelony zip for something that had no watermelon in it. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, so I think that uh, concludes that question. Uh, so uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, now that the fabricator general Elon Musk owns Twitter, are band anons clamoring to be let back? What do you think Elon will do with the platform? Uh, a, yes, and they think Daddy will release them any moment now so they can harass Chrissy Teigen and every other celebrity that they think is part of the deep state. 
And, it's, a, uh, it's like it's like one of those scenes from uh, the movie version of World War Z with like the zombies crawling all over the top of each other to make like a big like pillar that stretches <laughs> into the sky. I, I, I got, yeah. so they, can finally, they can finally get to the top and say the Ariana Grande is a man with a penis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she does witchcraft. Oh my god, that reminds me. Take a pick. Maybe it's in twine. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Satanist. I, uh, oh man, I, I actually saw some QAnon promoter uh, screaming about Lady Gaga being a man. And I was like, is this 2004? What what decade am I living in now? Also, what I does mean, it matter? Like, what does that accomplish? Even if she was. Oh, it, it's it's just, uh, it's this whole I bet, thing. I bet a lot of people in the QAnon community would feel really guilty about jerking off to him. <laughs> this is true. Oh man. But they it, they just they just want to talk about like the depravity and how it's it's the it's the whole thing where they they, they talk about Disney being grooming. It's like all these evil people are trans on our televisions and it's warping the minds of our children. And it's like your children doesn't know what this means. They don't understand shit about shit. They're kids. You're the ones that have to explain it to them and tell them why they need to get yeah. mad about it. Like you're the problem here, asshole. Not the celebrity. I, I hate to break it to you, but I mean it's just so ridiculous. Wow, sounds it sounds to me like somebody who doesn't know the truth. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. And uh the answer for what Elon will do with the platform, I feel like if he ever does actually fully own the platform, he'll find out that he basically leaves he needs to like leave it basically the way it is cuz any more quote unquote free speech will just turn it into a chan board hellscape which will bleed market share aggressively and I mean, the whole reason why Elon bought this thing is so that he could be a big swinging dick and be like, I own Twitter and it's a really popular social media platform. Because he, he didn't he would have had to have paid like, I don't know, 50 bucks and a comp at a Red Lobster to own Getter or Truth or Gab or any of these other shit, quote unquote, free speech sites. If he wanted a free speech site, he could yeah. have had it for way less money. Trump would sell him Truth yesterday. Oh, God. Oh, God. Trump, if Trump ever heard someone offering to buy something off him for a billion dollars, he'd be like, with a B? And then he'd like immediately like ship the paperwork over to them, like not even not even questioning it. One billion dollars. No question. All the talk about Trump being rich, Trump being involved. No, it's all bullshit. That guy would do any you do anything for ten million dollars. Never mind a billion. But I mean, (laughs) I'm something of a Trump myself. (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) so yeah i mean the only two options are elon takes over the platform and does nothing with it or he destroys it i mean there's like really no other way this goes because could he add an edit feature Ooh, yeah great whatever but i mean the idea that elon's going to show up and quote unquote improve twitter is laughable to me because i feel like he once he owned it he would like do free speech for two months then the thing would fall apart uh the banks would be like yo elon we're not getting our return on our investment what the fuck and then he'd make twitter back the way it was before put some person in the position of ceo be like blame them they're running it i'm back to doing rockets and tesla again twitter's a side thing i don't care about that much anymore and that'd be that i mean i just don't think uh, nothing to ruin are the options, and I don't think there's any other options. He's gonna convert it into a digital platform uh, to sell skateboard decks. 
Yeah, in five years, that's what Twitter is going to be. Just all skateboards. Yeah, well, you know, just the decks. You, you have to get the wheels and the trucks and stuff someplace else. I bet the guy will sell MySpace. Oh man, that's where you would go to get your your trucks and your wheels. You, you go to Twitter for the deck, and then you get the rest of the components at MySpace. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then you go yeah. on Facebook and post all of your rad skateboarding videos. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> everybody loves Facebook. Uh, Don't worry, so, five to ten years from now, Facebook is going to be just as popular as ever, baby. It's going straight to the yeah. moon. We're oh, going meta God. to the moon. Yes. Put your feet on the blockchain. Something, something <laughs> not fungible. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag board ape. Have you ever wanted to get paid to be on Facebook? Well... Boy, howdy. Convert your post into an NFT. Your Facebook memory of your scathing review of one of the last episodes of the last season of Game of Thrones. Well, now you can put it on the blockchain and try to get $10,000 for it. <laughs> oh, oh, to dream of such immense wealth for such a pithy original thought. Uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Jason asks, was Musk, was Musk part of the Q narrative earlier? And if not, have you seen any attempts to write him into previous drops? Slavish devotion to rich white men seems to come naturally to these guys. Uh, Elon is only mes- mentioned uh, in um, Q's typically um, like cryptic way because Q has to make it kind of mysterious and you have to unlock the mystery. And by that, I mean that Elon Musk, his initials are used. And um, in Q drop uh, 571, uh, Q says, Jack, MZ, which is Mark Zuckerberg, EZ, ES, I can't remember who that is, but it's one of the people that he hates. Uh, JB, EM, uh, JB is Jeff Bezos, EM is Elon Musk, SH is like Sean Hannity, I don't know, I don't know who else SH is, and then MSM, etc. And then it says, do you know, do you know that we know, do you know that we see all, do you know that we hear all, fear the storm, the fear and storm are in all caps, nobody playing the game gets a free pass, all caps, nobody, all caps. Q. So, mm-hmm. and uh, there's one other Q drop that has EM in it. Uh, and that one also is uh, you, Elon Musk, are a bad person, and I don't like you very much. <laughs> so, like, the only two times Q ever bothered to bring up Elon Musk was to say that he was a baddie and he doesn't like him and that he sucks and he's awful. So, it's very funny that uh, Elon, who, again, was shit talked by Q, uh, has a obvious Illuminati puppet that was the mother of his children in Grimes, and he promotes evil woke electric cars. Is now the hero of QAnon. I mean, it's just nothing about the guy's backstory before he became a right wing edge lord on social media was indicative of him being someone that they should support. I mean, that, like, he's always trying to hide that photo of him, like, oh, with no hair, photo. too. The photo of him with no hair, and, there, and there's the photo of him with Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, so, and at the same dinner, he's he's one table over from Epstein. Like, it's not even tinfoil hatty. He was at this big dinner with, like, Epstein. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just so... 
it's just so ridiculous that this guy, all the stuff that they would do to absolutely crush anybody else is they just have to hand wave it away and be like, oh, no, like, no, Elon's actually a good guy. Oh, yeah, he's one of the goodies. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and Q asked, why is Elon Musk provided big worldwide subsidies? No subsidies equal question mark? Because uh, uh, some someone posted on uh, the forums, missile tech slash guidance cap is SpaceX tech, me thinks, via Obama, possibly. Am I right, Q? And then Q was like, yeah. To- the, 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 Elon's getting totally. Funded. Elon's getting funded by the deep state. Of course he is. So yeah, so yeah, Q Q said that guy's a piece of shit twice and was very open and honest about it. So j- everything about this is just in a just viciously retconning the actual story of Elon Musk in order to make this all make sense. Unless he is Q. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, he just said, he just said that to throw off the scent. Oh, it'd be so good if Elon was like, by the way, guys, I'm Q. Just does it. Just openly takes the Q mantle for himself. <laughs> that's that's, what, that's his, first, his first order of business when once he buys Twitter is to change his username to at Q. Yes. He's so good. I'd oh, 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 be the greatest. I'd be such a fan. Just I mean, for- that, that would be an incredible. That, I mean, that would just be such an incredible textured part of the story. It would really. Like my God, it would it what a what a time to be a QAnon podcaster. Oh, that would be man. that would be the the great yeah. the, those would be the salad days. <laughs> we, we, we'd get our Goodfellas voiceover montage where it was just like, ah, this was the start of the good old days. We had that QAnon buddy rolling in. Yes, um, Elon Musk was on top of the world, and he was bringing the rest of us with him. Damn right. Uh, the, I, one of the other things that I've seen a bunch of QAnon people talking about is uh, that Elon's buying Twitter in order to get the evidence that the election was stolen from Trump. He's going to get the algos. He's going to get the hidden texts. He's going to get all the information needed to bring down all the corruption. And like to me, that's it's just like if the deep state owned Twitter and all the evidence of their crimes was on Twitter, they wouldn't sell Twitter for any amount of money ever. It would be like if some rich person in my neck of the woods was like, hey, Mike Rains, remember that time you robbed that bank and shot two security guards and a teller? Uh, I would like to buy the gun you used in that robbery for $10 million. And then I'd be like, sounds great. Here you go. Oh, wait, I'm going to jail for life now. I probably shouldn't have sold you that gun for any amount of money. That was an incredibly <laughs> specific example. Yeah, that was that was like, clip this part, editor, clip this part out. Editor is awesome. <laughs> in, 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 in the quote unquote fiction of that story, Mike Rains caught, what, three bodies? Yes. I, I wanted to make sure that I was going to jail for forever as a result of the crime that I absolutely hypothetically did not commit. So, because that I did not sell that gun for hypothetically $10 million. Yeah, you should have hypothetically mentioned they were white if you wanted to ensure. I mean, there, there, there are a lot of factors at play here. I have no idea how long to put you away for. Maybe it was self-defense. Maybe you were just standing your ground. Your Honor, my client was just a, an innocent man trying to cash his check. His, trying to claim his hard-earned money from the job that he works legitimately. <laughs> exactly right. That, thank you, incredible lawyer L, for saving my bacon. Maybe I can sell that that hypothetical gun now for ten million dollars. Now that I got you backing my play, 
so reassuring. That's true, and I, I, I didn't even go full Southern lawyer on it. <laughs> I'm a regular lawyer, not Southern lawyer. Yeah. You haven't even seen my it's final good. form. It's good you didn't go full Southern lawyer. So, uh, so uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, between Le Pen going down in flames, Musk's midlife crisis, you, Ukraine continuing to hand Russia its ass, it feels like QAnon has lost the plot. Is there every, any current narrative? I feel like they have so much to tie into their conspiracy bullshit. Um, Musk buying Twitter is going to bring down the deep state. Uh, Russia is winning. Like, if you literally oh, go... Oh, sure, 100%. If you go to any QAnon promoter's timeline, it is such an incredible reality inversion field uh, about what's going on in Ukraine. I mean, it it, it would just melt your brain. Um, there was one guy who posted this thing where it was like, in this theater of battle, the Russians are dominating in this way. And over here, more Russian dominance continues apace. And uh, the closing line of this uh, just ridiculous Russian propaganda was NATO's weapons at this point in time are mere gifts to the Russian coalition forces. Like they literally like NATO tries to hand the Russian, the, the Ukrainians weapons and the Russians just rip the weapons away from the Ukrainians. And like, thanks NATO suckers. So yeah, it's just, like uh, tomorrow Putin could announce a full withdrawal of Ukraine and admit total defeat. And they would never, they wouldn't, they would never acknowledge it. They'd be like, Putin's just setting them up. He's doing the Sun Tzu and pretending to be weak when he's actually incredibly strong and also an alpha Chad. Cause that's my our God, Putin. the art of war. <laughs> he hit him with the art of war. It's even more devastating than the art of the deal. It's the setup for the art of the deal. <laughs> yeah. He, he, tricks you, he tricks your feeble mind with the art of war. Then, oh, my God. <laughs> suddenly suddenly his, his, his fucking tongue is all over your face. His orange breath in your ear. <laughs> and, then, and then he tags in Adam Smith and he hits him with the wealth of nations, which is my favorite bizarre name for a wrestling finisher ever. I just want to. I just want to hear Jim Ross scream that because it's like the most ridiculously ridiculously silly thing that can be said in the history of wrestling. Oh, he hit him with the wealth of nations. Oh my god! So it should have been a, D, a Ted DiBiase finisher. Yes, absolutely should have been. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to our question of numerous. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> uh, I just, I've been getting a lot of sleep recently, and guys. I'm loving it. That's great. <laughs> That's great. I love sleep. <laughs> um, I have. Uh, uh, so here in a week, uh, Watchma is coming out. Um, Doctor uh, Magic in the Universe of Places. That too. Universe of Places. Uh, no. Uh, in a a week, the new Warhammer 40k. Chaos Gate, which is supposed to be Warhammer 40k XCOM game, is coming out. I have that pre-ordered. Very excited to play that. Yeah, but are you excited for anything good though? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, the 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 Warhammer games have actually been pretty rad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm excited to play that. Obviously, uh, since I have it, uh, I've had it on pre-order for like a month now. I I hope it's good. Uh, the last 
XCOM like game I played was the Gears of War one, and that one was cake easy. <laughs> To the point yeah, where I, I, heard it, I heard it was pretty easy. Uh, they, they've got that uh, for Axis is coming out with that Marvel one at some point that looks very bad. That's going to be quite the treat. It looks very interesting, and I'm, I am, yeah, I'm going to give it a try. Speaking but... of Marvel, now that I've now that I've reminded myself that it's coming out, I, I, I will say that on top of being excited for Sleep, which is true, I'm also excited for uh, Doctor Wizard in the Universe of Places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's Marvel's Doctor Wizard at the Universe of Places uh, that that comes out, I believe, a week from to, to today as of recording. So that sounds right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got, got, got some tickets to go see that with some friends. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to stick to sports ball. Uh, the NFL draft is just kicking up as we're finishing recording this podcast. So and nobody gives hang- a shit about it this year because last year sucked all the fucking energy from it. Oh, I, well, I'm just waiting for around like eleven, eleven thirty, whenever the Patriots make their draft pick, to be getting ready for bed, getting ready to find out who the Patriots are going to select, and then they just trade back into the second round for like nine more picks because <laughs> that's <laughs> all Belichick ever fucking does. So I can just be like, God fucking damn it, I stayed up for this shit, and then I can turn off my TV and get a bad night's sleep because I'm grumpy and crabby. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I've the Chiefs have a million picks. I'm already preemptively mad at Belichick. He hasn't even done anything yet. So shape up and shape up and draft somebody, Bill. I want to have aspirations that we have a guy that can do a thing. So that'd be great. And also uh, the Celtics, fresh off of crushing the Brooklyn Nets, will start their series on Sunday against the old Milwaukee Bucks, who are the defending uh, basketball champions of the universe. So uh, that'll be exciting as well because uh, the Celtics are good, which was very surprising to me after the first half of this season. And, so go them and uh, continue to make America hate Boston because we have the best sports teams and everyone else's sports teams suck. That's true. It's easy to hate a Boston sports fan because uh, they're typically assholes and their team is typically better than yours. Um, so it's it's a powerful combo. This is not that. It's time for us to ride the old Zamboni of truth out of hell world uh, very slowly while flipping off all the haters uh, who are not from the Boston area. Uh, suck on it, nerds. Uh, I've I've claimed it as my homeland, despite not being born or n- not being born there, nor having ever nor nor having lived there exclusively. I've only lived there for stretches. I've lived tons of places, but New England is my home because I want to be associated with the worst, the worst of the worst when it comes to sports fans. You're talking about you're talking about the the those those guys pelting the Yankees with uh with with garbage or whatever or Yankees fans paint like pelting the opposing team with garbage that wouldn't be shit in Fenway you'd be lucky if it was just garbage <laughs> yeah it's all about the backs of urine that's, that's how we oh roll. yeah guy guy I dude the Patriots won the ball get get ready to piss into a cup and just throw it over some spectators because boy howdy it's a Boston tradition <laughs> anyway uh thank you so much for listening uh once again just a wild show it's it's always going off the rails and then sort of coming back onto the rails uh if you'd like to support us you could do so for free by telling a friend or leaving a five-star review uh if you have some money and you would like to support us with that money we would love it elon musk one million united states dollars uh and you could do so by visiting us at patreon.com slash poker politics where if you subscribe for five dollars or more you get access to all of our bonus content including mini series 
but a couple of our favorites, including uh, What We Do Out of Shadows, which wrapped semi-recently, and Cabalin, which was much longer uh, and full of much more uh, Abram Lincoln, which is a classic. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. So, uh, yeah, and uh, once again, a shout out uh, to our beautiful baby from last week. Uh, Richie fan. Ooh, Richie. Love it. Uh, thank you so much for your support. If you have money and you don't want to donate to it, I just porky picked it there for a second. If you, uh, if you have money and you don't want to donate it to us, you can uh, do some good with it by giving it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, which has always sounded pretty rad to us. Uh, or again, you can do whatever you can with it to support Ukraine and their fending off of the Russian invaders. Help buy Ukraine another Stinger missile. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our uh, opening song he's still not on social media so none of you uh, will ever know who he is he's a mystery you know who's less mysterious though is our buddy Frosty you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO he's a provider of all of our bumps the voice of Q when we need it and our intro uh, uh, content warning if you can't get enough of me and Sarge well God knows why but you can find us at our pop media podcast binge wordy that's b-i-n-g-e-w-r-d-y and on twitter at binge wordy spelled the same way uh this month we've been watching patrick swayze movies and doing them as double features so we did a uh, roadhouse and point break a couple of weeks back and uh the next one we record is going to be ghost and dirty dancing and man i watched a dirty dancing the other day that movie's fucking wild yeah. so <laughs> it's gonna be quite quite the show looking forward to that one nobody puts uh, baby in the corner yeah dude i mean i'm just gonna say up uh, up top a little teaser for anybody who listens to both of these shows i was shocked by how little impact that iconic line had in the context of the movie because like for whatever reason the scene where swayze just shows up there at the end like when you think that he left it just didn't have very much energy to be and he just sort of like walks through this like function hall and then just like stops at their table where she's like She's not being abused or anything. She's just sitting there kind of bored and sad. And then he just says it. And then they do a very well choreographed dance. <laughs> no, it's very there. bizarre. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, if you can't get enough of us, you can find us on Binge Wordy. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week for another quote-unquote successful episode of the Avengers of Hellworld podcast. I have been Hellworld L, joined as always by Hellworld Sarge and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, uh, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.